0: Okay, and we are live. So today we're just going to do a simple Q&A. So I'm gonna answer all of the questions that you guys asked in regards to Instagram. I'm Gonna pull up these questions here and see what you guys asked. If you guys have any questions at all, uh, feel free to jump right into the chats. We'll answer them. And also I posted a link So if you'd like to call in and ask any questions, it will be available as well, if you choose to do so. So, Here we go. As I'm doing this, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, um, if you'd like to support the platform, you could simply like the video as it'll help the YouTube algorithm and the Facebook algorithm uh, spread the message to other people who are also trying to improve. Their English skills. Okay. Now let's see here. Seems like I can't access it on my computer, so I'm going to do it on my phone. As I'm coming in here, the Domnus. The beat is finished. Okay. I would love to see this beat, so um, I might have to check that out. Lawrence, good evening, bro. Good evening. Shout out to you. I'm interested. King Richard. Okay. Shout out to you, King Richard. So, yeah. Uh, If you guys have any questions, jump right into the chat. And also, where are you guys from? I wonder, I really wonder where in the world you guys are from. So, it'd be good for me to know as well, just so I can get an idea of um, who I'm working with here. MTS, sorry if I butchered your name. Hey, man love from Bangladesh. Okay. Shout out to Bangladesh. Okay. So first question here is the best way to learn English. Okay. The best way to learn English. So in my opinion, in my humble opinion, let's say the best way to learn English is to start by learning the differences between your native language and the English language. You can understand the differences between the two, it'll make practicing all the other skills in the English language a million times easier, okay? So, first things first. Second, once you understand those differences, I would start by just learning the basic figure of speech of the English language and then practicing your speaking, your listening, your reading, and your writing. Now, I'm not going to lie to you if you practice all of your skills while in an English-immersed environment, such as a first-world English-speaking country, um, it's going to make the process a lot quicker for you. Whereas if you don't have access to native English speakers, you could still join groups such as my WhatsApp group. You can use apps such as Hello Talk, etc. and that can help you. But I'm not going to lie, when you're in an English environment, you're going to trip fall and learn english just by accident essentially because it'll be everywhere you are even when you don't want to listen to it it'll still be around you even when you don't want to read it it'll still be there and that really really adds up over time so english immersion is definitely an x factor king richard i'm from nigeria okay shout out to nigeria is is are, do Nigerians speak English as a first language or is there another language that's the first language for um, Nigerians? Let me know. I'm not certain about that. Julie Wang, good morning. Morning, Julie. Shout out to you. Lawrence Matthew, I'm watching you from India. Okay. Shout out to India. Mary Eve, Hi there. Hello. And Lawrence Matthew, I'm from South Sudan. Okay, cool. Okay, so we got some, uh, we got some Africans in here. We got some people from India. We got some people from Bangladesh. Okay, cool, awesome. Watching from the Netherlands. Okay, shout out to the Netherlands. I was just there uh, not too long ago in March. Uh, So yeah, the Netherlands. uh, Well, I was in Amsterdam, and it's a beautiful city. So shout out to that. I'm from the Philippines, but watching you from Kuwait. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, if you guys have any questions, I'll answer them live. At the top of the chat, I'm not sure if it's pinned, but I did leave a comment where here it is. Yeah, so if you'd like to join this chat at all or if you'd like to join the stream and ask a question on camera, if you'd like, um, you can simply click the link that I left in the comment section and you can, um, join and ask questions and whatnot. And we can speak English, try to get your English better. So from the Philippines, but watching from Kuwait. Okay. Wow. Good afternoon. How many languages do you speak fluently? Yes. So I speak the English language fluently. And then I also speak, um, the French language as well. I live in the French region of Canada. So, um. It's necessary to know both if you want to work in the French region of Canada. So, yeah. En français, c'est pas parfait, mais c'est pas mal. Je peux survivre en français. Okay. Now on Instagram, I did a and I'm going to a- answer some of the other questions that were asked. And you can also ask them on Facebook or YouTube as well, or whichever platform you're watching this from. Okay. Let's see here. How can I get good at IELTS? Please provide me with more than basic work. I'm from India. Okay. So when it comes to the IELTS exam, I personally don't really like that exam. I don't think it necessarily necessarily represents real situations that you're going to find yourself in uh, when you're speaking in English. So not a huge fan, but I know that for some of you, you need to get a certain score on the IELTS exam in order to get into certain schools, certain educational institutions, or you might even need it for very particular jobs as well. So my advice for the IELTS is you're going to have to treat it just like you would treat any other test or any other exam in any other subject. You're going to have to study the way You're going to have to anticipate what you're going to be asked, and you're going to have to rehearse that several times beforehand. So, uh, for example, you can very easily just go to YouTube and search IELTS exam, and something will come up. It'll show you how the exam goes typically, and you need to anticipate those same types of questions. Now, a common question I get is, "What do you do if on the IELTS exam they ask you a question?" about a subject that you're not familiar with whenever you encounter a subject that you're not familiar with and i even do this too when i'm speaking in different languages um, it would be that you should ask questions you can simply ask questions it is valid if they're asking you something you're not exactly sure what it means you can't ask the question in english and say hey could you elaborate a bit more could you please Uh, describe that in more detail? Could you please be less vague? Can you be more specific? Um, That's completely valid. So um, when you encounter a subject that you're not familiar with, um, I do recommend doing that. And honestly, you only need to use about 20% of the English vocabulary to say about 80% of everything that you would ever need to say. So uh, don't stress learning vocabulary to the point where you're trying to learn every single um vocabulary word in the english language it'll drive yourself crazy so okay see another question yeah um, what is the skill that you guys need to improve upon the most would you say Uh, let me know in the chat um is it speaking is it listening is it reading is it writing which skill do you find the most difficult in the english language let me know <clears throat> let's see here is the american accent good or is the british accent good okay well look it depends on where you want to live so if you want to live in london england of course it would be a good idea it would be in your best interest to study the british way of speaking english however with that being said most of the media around the world is in an accent that is closer to the american accent than it is to the british accent so if you're living in a country like you guys have stated south sudan the philippines uh, the netherlands bangladesh um, kuwait I would recommend that you learn the American way of speaking English. I think it'll be far more beneficial for you if you choose to learn the American accent over the British accent. And with time and with life experience, you'll eventually pick up on the um, different accents and different dialects of the English language as well. But you would be best off with the American accents. I'm not going to lie to you. So, <clears throat> okay. Hi from Eritrea, East Africa. I'm not sure where that is, uh, but okay. Shout out to East Africa. I'm watching you from Indonesia. Okay, sick. Okay, so Indonesia, it's nice. Okay, let's see here. What's the next question that you guys have asked? What is the difference between wake and woke? Okay, wake and woke. So typically with a lot of words in the English language, in the past tense, sometimes the word changes if the word have, H-A-V-E, if the word have comes before it, okay? So um, we should wake him from his sleep we should wake him from his sleep. The word have doesn't come before that. We should have woke, we should have awakened him from his sleep. There are many variations for the word wake, but when it comes to woke, first of all, woke is not even used in a traditional sense. Woke is often used as an informal term or a slang term to represent someone who is very uh, socially sensitive or politically sensitive, essentially, or politically aware, but it really depends on which side of the spectrum of politics you're on. So the word woke, that is more of a slang term. So I want you to be careful when you use that word. The word wake usually needs to follow certain conditions before it's used. If you want to use it in the sense that uh, someone is waking up from sleep, simply just say i'm waking up right now i woke up yesterday or i will wake up tomorrow use it in that sense keep it simple okay but the word woke just be careful with that because that can be misinterpreted for slang terminology okay we have a couple questions here so Jay lee how to master the use of articles Even advanced learners make mistakes when it comes to articles. Yes, I agree. Even native English speakers make mistakes when it comes to articles. So if you want to master the use of articles, look, there are really good advanced grammar books you can get. Like, for example, McGraw-Hill. I'm not even paid to promote them, but I really recommend it. Um, I would get a McGraw-Hill book in advanced English grammar, and I truly believe that that will help you master the use of articles it'll show you it'll pinpoint exactly which situations in which cases you should use it versus when you should not use it so i uh, highly recommend that and then when it comes to um on a second my camera is a little blurry okay there we go and then yeah even native english speakers make mistakes like these so i really wouldn't get too bogged down in it um and it also depends what your goals are If you just want to learn English so that you can travel around the world and you can navigate your way in the English language fairly easily, you do not necessarily, you don't necessarily need to be extremely advanced with your English grammar. Okay. I would say it only makes sense to go past the B2 level of English onto the C1 or C2 levels of English if you're trying to pursue higher education. Or if you're trying to become an English teacher or an English translator, or you're trying to work in a specific linguistics field, then it may make more sense to um, pursue the C1 or C2 levels of the English language. But honestly, there are even native English speakers who aren't even very literate and they're still extremely functional (laughs) in any English speaking region. So um, just keep that in mind. Uh, don't get too bogged down in these small nuances. Don't let them drive you crazy. Don't spend too much time on it because I promise you in your day-to-day life, um, it's not going to be as irrelevant as you might believe it will be. Okay. Lavio, <clears throat> What should I do for changing my English level from the intermediate level to the advanced level? Yes, I understand. The intermediate plateau, right? It's really difficult to get from the intermediate level up to the advanced level. I understand. So if you want to go from intermediate to advanced, it'll take a little bit of time. And it also depends if you have English immersion or if you're living in a non-English speaking region. Okay. I would say when I was learning a language, And I would go from the intermediate level to the advanced level. First of all, I barely noticed it. But second of all, it required a lot, a lot of real life application, a lot of real life situations, and it depends on what your lifestyle is. So Flavio, let's just say that you work, right? Let's say you work, you interact with people who speak English daily. After having enough social interactions and being forced to speak English because the people you're speaking with cannot change to your native language, they only speak English. Um, After having enough social interactions like that, um, you're naturally going to pick up that life experience and know what to say and when to say it and how to pronounce it in those situations. So I would say that the best way to answer your question, the best way... To go from the intermediate level to the advanced level is simply to apply your skills within an environment where you're immersed in english in other words you need english immersion i would say in my opinion to really become advanced i don't believe that you can become advanced at english truly without actually experiencing all of the social nuances that happen day-to-day with um, native English speakers. I really don't think it's realistic without it. Okay, Ziad Ahmed. What do you prefer to a non-English speaker to learn from scratch, British, or American? Um, I recommend that you learn American and not British from scratch. For a non-English speaker, it kind of depends, because look, if you're somebody who lives in the country of France, let's say, and you go back and forth from France to England, back to France or something, most of the people that you're gonna be interacting with might be speaking with a British accent, essentially. Then it may make more sense for you to learn the British accent of English. However, if you're planning on staying in your country, that does not speak english that's not really an english-speaking region i highly recommend that you learn american english most of the media on the internet is in american english if you want to get an online job um, american english is going to take you further than british english in my opinion um, so yeah american is definitely the more popular language so go with that one if you have to choose between the two go with that one okay what are the differences between C1 and C2 and how much and are they much different? Yeah, so C1 and C2, honestly, I, in most situations on a day-to-day basis, no, it's not going to make a big difference. I'd even say that like B2 to C2, honestly, like it's not going to make a huge difference if you came here and we went to the park and we started hanging out and having a conversation. If you're at the B2 level or if you're at the C2 level, it's not going to make much of a difference in terms of our communication. Um, You'll still be able to understand what I'm saying. I'll still be able to understand you pretty well if you're at the B2 level or beyond. I would say that um, C1 and C2, uh, the main difference might be you're better at writing essays or something. Maybe you have better grammatical skills. Maybe you're a little bit more spontaneous. You don't reach for words as much or something like that. So I think my camera paused here. Just going to quickly set it back up. Bear with me, please. But yeah, when it comes to uh, the C1 and the C2 level, it really just comes down to your skills, your more refined skills, such as essay writing, such as. maybe speaking more spontaneously, forming your opinions better, having more uh, thought-provoking opinions, being able to pose more thought-provoking questions, um, just having a stronger command of the English language. But it's a bunch of skills that are a little bit above and beyond and not necessary for basic everyday communication. So, okay. Mariette, what is the first thing to learn, grammar or diction? Grammar i always 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 say grammar i say all the other skills will be easier with grammar uh, and when i say grammar i don't mean super advanced grammatical rules such as a uh, mastering articles as um, jay lee said earlier when i say grammar i really mean like more like the basics okay The basic tenses of the English language, basic phrasal verbs and how they're used, the really common ones that you'll hear every day. Um, Really basic, uh, the basic figure of speech of the English language, the order in which prepositions happen before nouns or adjectives are used, small things like that. That's something that you can learn in a matter of months, and then when it comes to diction, that's something that's kind of like a lifelong process. But I do genuinely believe that it will be much easier after you learn grammar. The only thing I think that you can maybe, maybe learn before grammar is a basic vocabulary. Maybe learning like the 1,000 or 2,000 most common words in the English language or something like that. That's the only thing I would maybe do before grammar just getting a basic uh, vocabulary if you don't already have it. Uh, But yeah, grammar before diction, in my opinion. So what are some effective methods for elevating one's English proficiency from an intermediate level to an advanced level? Yeah, just like I um, answered earlier, um, Alex Sanchez Flores. Thank you. So (sighs) To go from intermediate to advanced, in my opinion, I think you do need English immersion. You need to spend a significant amount of time in an English-speaking region just because you you can make a lot of progress on your own, uh, truly. You can truly make a ton of progress on your own if you're um, in a non-English-speaking region like what you guys mentioned earlier, um, Kuwait, etc. cetera. But, um, but there are so many small and nuances to how we communicate as native English speakers. As native English speakers, sometimes we make up words. Sometimes we literally invent new words out of thin air. Um, We'll say, this was good-ish. Or we'll say like, "Um, wow, I feel skunk today. We, we We just made up a slang term. We do that all the time as native English speakers. Um, Just make up words randomly, and that can be really confusing for people at the intermediate level. So I really think you need a lot of life experience and a lot of social interactions with native English speakers in an English speaking environment. I truly believe that's what it would take to at least get to an advanced level of speaking and listening. Um, With listening, you could listen to interviews and podcasts and develop that. When it comes to speaking and conversing spontaneously though, you're gonna need that social interaction. Um, When it comes to becoming, going from intermediate to advanced for the other skills though, like reading, writing, listening, that's all stuff you can do on your own. Writing, not really. When you're texting people, you still need social interactions. So the short answer to your question is that you will need to apply your skills, you'll have to actually physically do and use and exercise your skills um, in an English speaking environment or with native English speakers. That's what I think it'll take to get to that advanced level. At least for conversation. For reading for listening, you can do all that on your own, though. Where are you from? speaking buddy where are you from speaking buddy okay mandy yeah i'm from uh, canada i'm from the country of canada i'm in uh, the french speaking region it's called quebec so yeah that's that's where i'm from if uh so my accent is a little bit more canadian than it is american there's a small difference but honestly it's not that big of a difference in my opinion okay <clears throat> Thanks for your advice, your lives. It has been really productive for me, my lives. okay. yeah. Thank you, Flavio. And yeah, um, if you guys have any suggestions at all uh, for people you want me to have on, I'm thinking of doing some new live streams where I'm just going to have a real authentic conversation with another native English speaker and we're just going to talk about different subjects, subjects that you guys recommend, essentially. So. If you guys have any subjects or topics that you want to hear about any subjects that you want to improve your vocabulary upon, uh, just let us know, shoot me a DM on Instagram, leave a comment in the chat, leave a comment on the video, and um, I'll definitely set up those live streams for you guys. And I'll just have another native English speaker and we'll just talk like native English speakers would talk about whatever subject you guys want to hear about. So... I think that'll be really good listening practice for you guys. I think, um, especially for the people who don't live in English speaking countries, I think it'll be great listening practice for you guys to really observe and pick up on all the nuances that we use, um, during our conversations when we switch from formally speaking to informally speaking, when we use, you know, fancy words, polite words, and then we use slang terminology or maybe curse words. It's, it's good to understand all of that um through uh through an organic authentic conversation so okay alex sanchez flores may i request your expert insights on devising an effective english study regimen thank you well (laughs) uh that's some those are some big words but okay yeah uh, you can you can keep it simple when you ask questions too you know it, it's not going to make you sound less smart if you um, ask questions in a simple manner so but yeah um i'm actually i have a rough draft for a course it's going to be 100 percent free um it's going to be a course showing you guys how to become fluent in english from a to z no matter what your level is it'll show you what you should do or what you should have done at the beginner level what you should do and what you should have done at the intermediate level and then also at the advanced level and even if you're a native English speaker how you can refine your English skills so yeah I'm going to release that free course soon I have the rough draft finished I do need to proofread it I'm also going to release it in the French language for all the francophones and French people out there Um, but yeah That is uh, something that will be coming out soon. You'll definitely know about it, Alex uh, Flores. Um, I will announce it and promote it on social media uh, once it's ready. So looking forward to that too. I think it'll help a lot of people. So Jay Lee, what is the difference between on your own and by yourself? How are listening and speaking interconnected? Thanks. Okay, so the difference between on your own and by yourself, well, they basically mean the same thing. Um, So, for example, I'm on my own right now. Okay, so on my own, that can be used literally or figuratively. It can be used metaphorically or realistically. Okay, so I'm on my own right now can mean I'm in my house alone right now. I'm on my own could also be used figuratively or metaphorically, meaning I'm on my own as in nobody cares about me. I have no family. I have no friends or something like that. It can be used metaphorically or poetically, I guess. So um, you could say, let's say um, you're walking to, you go to the restaurant with your friends or something like that. And then let's say some of your friends uh, tell you at the last second no i don't want to go anymore Uh, sorry you're on your own now you're on your own you're not with anybody else you're just by yourself so it can be used figuratively and literally i hope that makes sense to you (laughs) i hope you understand that and then for by yourself that's typically uh used the same way most of the time it's used literally I'm by myself, there's nobody else around me. I'm by myself. Um, It can also be used metaphorically, but most of the time by yourself is used literally. So the short answer to that question is that they are interchangeable. You can use either, whichever one you prefer to use, whichever one is easier for you to pronounce and uh, nobody is going to correct you and nobody is going to stop you or misunderstand what you're saying if you use either of them. So that's the short answer to your question. And number two, how are listening and speaking interconnected? Thanks. Yeah, so listening and speaking are quite interconnected. Um, I would say that you need to understand how people pronounce words generally, how people articulate themselves, the rhythm of the English language. That's definitely something that you need to understand um, before you can properly speak. So the proven method that is also the most popular is uh, it's called the shadowing technique. Maybe you've heard of it. It's popular, it's been proven over time for hundreds of years, the shadowing technique, it works to learn new languages. Basically, you find a native English speaker whose accent you like, whose voice you want to emulate, and then you simply uh, mimic the way that they speak. You mimic the way that they articulate themselves. Um, so if you can do that, then um, yeah, you'll be in pretty good shape. <clears throat> OK, hello, Ahmed, hello. Shout out to you, Ahmed, Ahmed Zain. OK, Mary F. Wow, I like that idea. Interaction with other native speakers. I can practice my way of speaking i'll go for it yeah exactly i think that it would be a good idea i have done about four interviews it's somewhere on my youtube channel it's called um i guess authentic conversations in english um i did them a long time ago like months ago i think in 2022 Um, so you can check them out but yeah i think that i'll continue to do those i think some of you have re-requested But I do those again, instead of having another English um, teacher on, I actually do some live streams, just simulating a real conversation about any subject that you guys want to hear about. So if it's about cooking, I'll get a chef onto the show and we'll just talk about cooking in depth, like two native English speakers, just talking about cooking. You guys can observe, you guys can listen, you guys can pick up on all the nuances we use. You can see um, if we're speaking more formally or informally. For using slang terms or for using polite or formal terms um, you can totally observe how we converse i think that'll be a good listening practice for you guys and i know you're uh, commenting maria from facebook but uh on youtube we have our videos more organized on facebook they're still there but it's just a little bit less um organized on facebook a little bit harder to navigate i think on Facebook. Okay. <clears throat> How many languages do you know? Um, I know two languages conversationally, which is English and the Francais and even uh, meaningful conversations. Honestly, the last three years I've been working in both English and French. So I'd say that it's safe to say that I'm bilingual now. So yeah. Okay, so that seems to be all the questions for now. If you guys have any more, just uh, now would be the time to jump in and ask uh, simply because I'm going to close up the stream soon, if not. So I'm just going to check on Instagram. You guys have sent some more questions through Instagram. Let's see here. Can you make an account where you teach English speakers French? I don't think that would be a great idea, just because, to be honest, you'll learn better from a native French speaker. Um, I'll be making spelling mistakes here or there. Um, I might have some grammatical rules wrong. I could teach you basic French, but I could not teach you um, French like a native French speaker could teach you. Um, The language is, it's complicated. There are a lot of rules. There are a lot of exceptions to all of those rules. Um, so even though i'm conversational in the language it's still uh (laughs) teaching it and being able to speak it they're not the it's not the same thing so i don't think so i could i could teach basic french but i don't think i'm going to yet or if i do i might recruit um a french person onto the arc english or arc languages team so if there are any french people out there listening and you want to join the team maybe we can collaborate and um you can start teaching french and i can help you um build off of our existing platform or something like that you can do an arc french or something like that so okay okay let's see here Maryev. may i request in behalf of your followers like me to please leave us an assignment so that next time there's an interaction or a topic to discuss to leave you guys an assignment yeah i could do that i could leave you guys an assignment to do so then some interaction or a topic to discuss yeah i could do that so if i'm gonna do that yeah i could figure out a way to do it maybe i can plan these interviews or plan these streams in advance maybe i can uh, leave a question in advance uh I'd like to know what you have in mind specifically, or if you could give me an example, uh, because I'm trying to paint a picture in my head, but <laughs> I'm not quite sure uh, what I would do that would work for uh, all of the followers. So it's another thing to consider. Okay. What's another question here from Instagram? <laughs> Let's see here. There's another question. Hi, do you have any private classes in English? Uh, I do not offer private classes at the moment. Uh, I may, I might offer some group sessions soon. I'm going to have a platform launching soon. That'll just be connecting English tutors with English students. Um, so if you guys need uh someone to speak english with or someone to refine your english or someone to give you feedback on how your english is uh we'll have some specialized english tutors from different parts of the world Um, we're gonna try to make it really affordable so it's not extremely expensive for you guys who live in um, a country where you know the us dollar doesn't go as far and uh yeah so that platform will be launching soon it'll definitely be announced on all social media platforms so uh yeah that will i might be offering some group sessions maybe or i might take on a few students just a few students or something like that um, once that platform is prepared okay Mazda i want to learn English what makes it easier for me uh yeah okay so what will make it easier for you is if you understand the basics of English grammar in order to do that it's important that you understand the differences between your native language and the English language um, if you can do that learning all the other skills it'll be 10 times easier so essentially if you want to learn English yeah start with the vocab start with the grammar start with the most common vocabulary words maybe the thousand most common vocabulary words in the english language Um, learn more if you'd like to and i'd say from there uh, honestly whenever you listen to english media on youtube on a tv show on netflix on social media um, whenever you need to uh, read english read articles online read signs, go to an airport and read instructions. Um, all of that's going to be a million times easier if you understand basic vocabulary and basic grammar. What I would do if I were you, um, Masla, is I would get a book, get a book kind of like this, a book in your native language that outlines the differences between the English language and your native language. Um, that way you won't translate words in your head and you'll get a much better understanding of how to use phrasal verbs and how to use idiomatic English essentially um, a lot better if you get a grammar book like this. This is what I use for French. Complete French grammar. It's, um, it worked really well for me and honestly that's um, that's what I would recommend. It worked super super well for me um did wonders for my French it made practicing so much easier once I understood um the French figure of speech so that's what I recommend <clears throat> Sheikh Ferry. amazing live class okay thank you sheik I'm glad I hope you learned something new I hope all of you guys learned something new so um yeah so What else? It seems like all the questions for now, if you guys have any more, uh, you can jump in. We're about 40 minutes in. Um, I probably will not keep this longer than an hour. So if you have any more questions, feel free and I'll be sure to answer all of them. Not an issue. So let's see here. I'll go to some of the other questions on Instagram, just so people just so i can make sure that people get their questions answered let's see here the difference between due to and because they essentially mean the same thing they're synonymous you can interchange them um this happened due to this this happened because of this the only difference is the preposition because of and due to but they are interchangeable you can use both <clears throat> okay, so it seems like those are all the questions for now. So I'll wrap up this live. And again, um, we are going to try out some new concepts, some different types of live streams where we're going to have other native English speakers on. It's going to be a more casual, laid back, more authentic or organic conversation. Um, they will not be English teachers. They'll just be native English speakers, so you're going to have to uh, be more attentive when you're listening. It'll be really good listening practice for you guys, though. I think it'll help you get a better understanding of how native English speakers converse. And um, aside from that, uh, yeah, so we have a WhatsApp group now. So if you'd like to join the WhatsApp group, there should be a link somewhere in the description of this video uh, to join the WhatsApp group. Um, Or if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll leave a pinned comment. Uh, with the link to the whatsapp group so you can join that and um, it'll just be our english learning community so any of you guys who want to test out your english share anything that's helpful um, help each other improve your english i'll be there as well moderating it um, just to make sure that i give you guys some um, useful advice as well Uh, yeah join if you'd like to be part of that english learning community of ours so and what else that's it so we're super easy to find on all platforms it's just ARC English A-R-C English like you see it um on the screen right there ARC English and uh yeah so if you have any questions you could shoot us a message on Instagram we're pretty responsive to um all the DMs on Instagram and if you have any recommendations or what subject you want us to live stream about next, uh, feel free to leave a comment or shoot us a message and we'll be sure to um, cover your recommendation. Okay, and that's all until next time.